I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we'll be taking a look at whether exes always find a way to come back and haunt us. Do they genuinely miss us and want us back? Or are we the rebound that will satisfy them until they find the next best thing? Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hey, Anna, and hello to all our listeners out there. I just want to start off by saying, Anna, remember how you told me that it's going to be a struggle once Jen moves into my shared house? Yeah, I said it was going to be a huge challenge. Well, I don't say this often, but you were right, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm glad that you said this on the podcast. We'll just replay that one more time here. (laughs) Yeah, well, look, it's all right. There's just a couple of things that have happened that I want to touch on real quickly. Oh, no. (laughs) First of all, we don't have the master bedroom. So, Mm. we have what we've agreed is probably for maybe like a pubescent boy probably <laughs> what yeah. does that mean it's like the bed only yeah no there's a bit of room for activities around the bed but the wardrobe it could only fit like just a teenage boy who's got like three shirts right so try get that with two people it's very chesting and, and there's been a lot of clothes if you go down to the local salvos you might get some of my clothes at this point <laughs> <laughs> that's offloading yeah i've had to clean out my wardrobe also jen Gave the house a very deep clean. So, she's gone around with her vacuum cleaner, Dettol wipe. She's just given the house a whole once over to the point where she scrubbed the shower so much that I couldn't even believe that it was actually had a color under there. It wasn't. (laughs) That's never seen the color that the shower actually is. I was like, hang on, wait, it isn't like brown and moldy? Wait, what's going on? Nah, she's all credit to her where it's due. She's done really well. She has said to me she does not want to talk about what she saw under the toilet seat. Ew! <laughs> you got is, that one like, of is that like all of the boys' pubes? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, all she wants, that's all she said because we have one of those toilet seats that doesn't stay up and it's shared between three boys. So Pubes. Well, I'd say Pierce. I don't know what's under there. And she just said she never wants to speak about it again. She wants to put that, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that memory to the back of her mind. But um, we had a bit of dramas as well. The other day, the toilet broke. The toilet broke. Yes. In, in the boy's house. Yes. So, the toilet broke and we had no toilet for half a day. So, that was a big struggle as well. You know, quick trips up to Macca's. That's challenging, Matt. <laughs> it was. It was very challenging. But we got through it now and we're better for it. Look, to be honest, the house did probably need a deep clean. So, like, if I was in Jen's position, I would definitely be on that same train of thought. Like it needs a full deep clean. Like mm-hmm. who knows what's happened in that house before she's arrived there. Oh, there's some stories. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, look, living without a toilet's not fun for anyone, but when you're living in a house full of boys, it just makes it so much worse. Yeah, it wasn't the most ideal situation for any of us, but uh, we got through it and uh, let's say we're going to be monitoring that toilet to make sure that doesn't happen again. <laughs> All right, Anna, so how was your weekend? 
It was really good. Michael and I ended up going to our first festival together, which Mm. was, you know, another milestone in our relationship. Super exciting. We had such a fun time. I just love it that live music's back and we fully got around it. So you had fun at this festival with your partner? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you seem surprised? I, I've never found that fun with my partner, like going to festivals and that. I've, what? I more think it's a place that like you go single and let loose. Maybe it was my age, my maturity level, but like I haven't done one with Jen yet, a festival. I don't think I will, to be honest, but like, yeah, I never find, found him that fun with a partner. So you've been to festivals with a partner and you just didn't think it was that good of a time? Yeah. I, I remember like um went to a New Year's one one year with my ex and it just wasn't, I don't know, it was different from the years when I went single. Maybe it was my age at the time. Maybe it was my priorities in my mind, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Maybe it wasn't to let loose and have fun. I mean, I have a question. Do mm. you enjoy getting drunk with Jen? Yeah. she's Yeah, I do. So then why would you not love going to live music? I don't, I, like I said, <laughs> I haven't drunk. Like I said, I haven't done it yet. So maybe I might enjoy it, but just in the past I haven't. And I mean, yeah, I guess like when we first start going to festivals, I know for me I was single. So if that's your mindset that it's like a single event that you do, then mm. fair enough. But yeah, it's so fun going with a partner and like it's fun getting to experience live music together and especially if you both love someone who's playing like it was so much fun i think the year i went before that i was single i had this much fun and i just what's this much for everyone listening (laughs) it was it's like a hundred percent and i think that the next year i had a partner and i I don't think that anything could have topped the year before he was hitting 65 with a partner (laughs) yeah yeah i just don't think anything could top the year before so maybe that's why i have that opinion but i'm surprised and i'm happy for you guys that you had that much fun yeah i mean it was funny like i'm 29 obviously i've been going to festivals for a long time i think uh, as much as i hate to say it i think my festival days are kind of almost over like if there's a band that i love 100 percent i'll go to see it like i know kings of leon are coming out yep soon to Melbourne but yeah bands different but for actual festivals like it was just so young like so many young people and that's fine but I did find it a little bit hectic like there was lots of little hectic events that happened throughout the day and I was just like whoa like I'm too old for this shit yeah I'm too old for this shit like what is happening like there was punch-ons there was people ODing like I was just like whoa this is too much I also saw this couple break up at the start of the day. They looked pretty aggressive with one another, which was a bit scary because I was like, oh, I don't like the look of that. Like that seems like way too much. And then by the end of the night, they were making out. loving life and I was like wow I have some serious whiplash and like the amount of aggression that I saw before it's just a lot I think that it's safe to say that this happens a lot in relationships you break up and you get back together which Mm. brings us coincidentally to our topic today of does your ex always come back let's jump in Okay, Matt, let's jump into this. Why do exes always come back? Have you ever had an ex that keeps coming back into your life? Yes. So, my ex, Laura, and me have been doing that for since we broke up for years. Even before we even started dating, we always would just come and go between each other's lives. And we've kept that up. Sometimes we can catch up and it's completely platonic. When did you guys break up? How old were you? 23. And you are now? 26. 
so for three years. Three and a half years, yeah. So what, you'd both like be seeing other people and then one of you would break up or the other would break up and you'd both be single and then you'd... Yeah, from what I know, I would be seeing other people. I haven't, she's never told me if she's seen anyone or anything like that. I know she's obviously been with other people and that, but we'd always just shoot each other messages and say, hey, like... This movie's coming out. Do you want to go see it? We'd catch up, literally have dinner. She'd cook me dinner. I'd go around to hers. And it was literally completely platonic sometimes. And obviously, sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes, you know. See, that's what I mean, though. Like, you say it's completely platonic. But then you go, but sometimes it wasn't. Yeah, so- well, if the, if the vibe was there, sometimes we would hook up. Isn't that so confusing, though? There was one time, the most recent time, I afterwards was like, because I was like, well, hang on. And then she just said, can't we just be friends? Like, that do this sort of stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, we can. I was like, I'm so happy you mean, with that. Does she mean friends that sleep together? Yeah, because I sort of was like, well, I don't want to hurt you because I don't want that again. And I brought that conversation. So, I brought it up with her and she was like, Matt, I just thought we could just be two friends that do that sometimes and hang out. But is that possible? Like, do two friends want to have sex? Like, don't people want to have sex when it's, like, a bit more? I don't know. Like, it's a it's a genuine question. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, it's safe to say we dated. We've been in each other's lives now sexually for a decade. We know it's not going to work. We just know each other very well. So, we know that we feel comfort in each other, I guess. And so, it's a comfortability thing. Yeah. So, I think we guess keep going back to each other through comfort. Why do we feel the need to stay connected with an ex? I feel because in some ways, you can have such a shared history with them mm. and have experienced such milestones together and also put so much time and invested so much energy into that person mm. that to just let it go could sometimes be a huge waste and like could almost sort of make someone feel empty or like they must like they've wasted their time so they continued coming back even though they know it's not it's not right and it's not going to work for them they still feel like they should go back and try again yeah i mean look there's definitely two ways of looking at this and i think the way that you're looking at it is definitely like if you're going to be best friends with someone and spend all your time with them and put all this energy into someone and like that's the person who you want to see all day, every day, like they are your yeah. person and then all of a sudden you break up with them and that shifts and changes, like of course that's sad, of course that's like heart-wrenching. But for me, I just think that as much as we want to remain friends with an ex, I believe that it can be toxic for your life especially when you start moving into a new relationship because when an ex is still in the picture, it adds a whole new level of complication that just doesn't need to be there. And I think like when the ex is someone who you've gone back and slept with here and there and like they do have that feeling of comfortability, it's unhealthy moving forward in a relationship with a new partner. I agree completely. And that's why now that I have a girlfriend and I'm in a relationship, I have not reached out or Laura hasn't reached out to me. So, you guys respect the boundaries. Yeah, we respect the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the tricky part because, yeah, when we're in a relationship, it can make exes long for us because they go, look at how happy Anna is. Look at how happy Matt is. He looks like he's having a wonderful time. Remember when I used to have wonderful times with Matt? Well, I wish I had that back. All right, Anna, so you've had an illustrious list of exes trying to come come back into your life. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are some of the uh, the main ways they um, have tried to get back into your life? The late night text is probably one. It's one of your personal favorites. Yeah, it's, it's a classic go-to. What would be another one? I mean, I feel like X's story reactions are a big one. <gasps> They just want to remind you like, hey, I'm still alive. Like, just wanted to let you know that I'm going to send you a little flame emoji because you're looking fine today. And it's almost <laughs> like when you see it pop up, I'm just like, come on. Like, Even- you can see that I'm in a relationship now. Like, just yeah, let it get, go. Get, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> what about liking photos? Like, if an ex is liking your photo. Are they liking it while it's freshly uploaded or are they liking it <laughs> a couple of days down the track? Does it matter? I feel freshly uploaded, no harm, no foul. Oh, do you now? Yeah, I mean, I would... That makes up his own rules. No, if someone likes mine, I'm not going to look into that. I wouldn't like an ex's photo. I'm saying if like one liked mine mm. that I'd slept with or been with as it was a fresh upload, I'd be like, meh, you know, yeah. thanks for the support. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the engagement. But if it was a couple of days later, I'd be like, come on, move on, jog on. Us is jog on. <laughs> jog on. So, what you think, like, if they do it two days later, they're trying to, to get, get your attention. Yeah, yeah. Or what if they're, like, liking, like, a super old photo? Then they're definitely trying to get your attention. I mean, yeah. if they're liking it when it's freshly uploaded and they have the confidence to think that I've noticed them in the mix of thousands <laughs> of people, they're fucking ambitious. <laughs> yeah. What about, like, so I know that when people break up, a lot of the time people unfollow exes, right? Yeah. Or like if you're in a new relationship, you might be like, oh, I'm probably going to unfollow because I feel a bit uncomfortable like viewing your stuff or whatever it might be. Now, this happened to me recently. (laughs) An ex of mine had unfollowed me because I obviously had a new boyfriend, whatever, all as well. Yeah. He recently re-followed me and I was like, oh, there he is. Hey, <laughs> what's going on? Did he reach out? No, he didn't reach out, but did he f- just, he re-followed. So, did you follow him back? I'd never unfollowed him. How freshly broken up were you before you met Michael? It wasn't an official ex, but it was a guy who I was seeing before Michael. Was he probably heartbroken and seeing you post with a new guy was probably a bit too confronting for him. And now he's taking some time to reflect on his own thoughts <laughs> and he's come back comfortable enough and ready enough to view your stories with Michael. Do you think that's what's happened or he's just trying to get your attention maybe? I feel like you're talking from experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> taking some time to consult myself, talk to my loved ones. It's too confronting. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to look back at the stories. And then it just all comes down heavy again and you're like, oh, well, that was a mistake. Unfollow. <laughs> is this what's happened do you reckon I mean you probably know better than me like you're the guy <laughs> I've never done that I was just taking the piss but you so have <laughs> don't lie no I haven't but it's, it's I know that it that's definitely happens to people out there unfortunately with me with my most recent ex I've blocked her on every sort of contact I've blocked her on Phone number, Instagram, fuck, I think Facebook, I don't know. The only point of contact we had was my old email address, mm. which since has been hacked. So, some Norwegian hackers getting all my hate mail from it. Wait, were you getting hate mail? Yeah, I, I was getting a couple. I got, So, um, you were getting emails? There was a couple of them. But the I thought you were going to say hundreds. I'll tell this story, fuck it. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, we weren't seeing each other at the time on her birthday. So, I'm not going to go out and get her gift giving. It's not my love language. So, I'm not going to get her some extravagant present. We're not together. I'm more sentimental. So, I got her a card and a DVD of our movie. That was one of the nice times we spent together was watching that movie. It was one of the 
very nice days that we spent together. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but I just remember the story. It's coming back to me. And uh, obviously, we'd released a couple of our podcast episodes. The subject title for the email read, Don't ever fucking talk about me on your podcast again. <laughs> Followed with an attachment of the card and the DVD all cut off. <laughs> So, so why are we talking about her on this podcast? Well, like I said, that poor Norwegian hacker is going to get <laughs> sent some more hate. Oh, my God. I would love to see the emails. I could probably pull it off, but wow. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So, Matt, have you been the one that's tried to get back with any of your exes? Yeah, probably... My first girlfriend, she uh, broke up with me. I tried to get back with her. Thank God I didn't. She's now in a happy relationship, engaged. I definitely wasn't the best guy for her and she's found her dream guy. So, lucky we didn't get back together. But I tried with her as well. I've always been broken up with. and I haven't, Have you? Yeah. And I've always been like, well, I'm not ready for this right now. So, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, no, no. Ready to break up. I still thought that oh, like there was sorry. something there. And I've always tried to get back and reached out to him, yeah. Yeah, because you're so needy. You can't possibly like. You're like no, <laughs> like dra- what do you holding mean? them by you don't the leg anymore. What do you mean? What? You don't want to be with me? Why? What? what about you? Have you reached out to any of your exes, Anna? No, I actually haven't. I mean, like, there's always those moments when you're single, a little bit tipsy, and you might like, I don't know, react to someone's story or like. you know like send them a message being like hope you're well or whatever but I genuinely do not want to get back with any of my exes like once I'm over it I'm over it I remember like the second guy I ever slept with we were seeing each other for a bit kind of fizzled out I think like two to three years later he was like saw that I was out was like hey are you out tonight I was like yeah I am like we should have a drink it's been a while we were both single like why not I ended up going home with him naturally (laughs) he tried to kiss me when we got home and like it just felt so off like I was just like the kiss was just uncomfortable it was awkward I was like I'm so moved on from this like I feel like I've done so much growing and like progressing and it kind of felt like I was getting pulled back to 18-year-old Anna. And I was like, ugh, I just don't like it. And I ended up sleeping over at his house (laughs) and I was like, I don't want to kiss you. It feels really off. It feels weird. And he was like, oh, really? It doesn't feel weird to me. (laughs) And I was like, well, it does to me, so it ain't happening. Mm -hmm. And then... He was like, do you mind if I cuddle you? And I was like, mm, I'm just like feeling really warm and I just like prefer to not be cuddled. <laughs> oh, sober. And I just like, it really does rain true with me. Like I do not think I'm capable of going back to an ex. Like once it's done for me, it's done. Once I've started that healing process and I've gone on that journey, there is no turning back. I know I've said all this stuff I've said here, but I agree that I, and I think when we spoke about this before we came on, I said, I know why these relationships broke up and I never want to be in another relationship. Like it didn't work for a reason, Mm. but I obviously at the time I'd try and win them back because I didn't realize that I hadn't fully understood why they'd broken up with me. And now that I do, I don't try and get them back in a relationship sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about why exes actually do come back next. 
So, a question on a lot of our listeners' lips right now, Anna, is why has an ex come back to haunt me? Mm. Well, we've taken the time to write down a couple of reasons why we personally feel like exes come back to haunt you and back into your life. So, mm. let's run through them. So, obviously, the first one, we've touched on this. They're jealous of your new relationship. You look very happy. They think back to the good times you guys had together and they're like, fuck. Now I'm single. The dating pool is not as good as I thought it was going to be. Maybe the grass is greener back where you are. They're also looking for some emotional support during a difficult time. Matt knows a lot of yeah, a lot about guilty that. Guilty about that one. So <laughs> that one is a main point. I think I listed that one actually. <laughs> that one's double underlined for yeah. Matt. <laughs> Another one is they've only just realized how good they had it with you and now think they could make it work. Look, I don't know about this one. I think if you're willing to break up with someone and let, you know, them plant their seeds throughout the dating world, can you have these realizations? Like, I don't know. I feel like you can, but it's too little too late. Yeah. I think it's too little too late as well. Yeah. You've got to know why you're in the relationships. Yeah. You need to value them. I think that's the key point. Like, if you're not valuing your partner, then like... Then it's time to move on. Okay, this one, they need an ego boost. They need a confidence boost. Maybe they got let down by someone. Maybe they got rejected and they want to come back to that dopamine hit that you give them. It's an easy hit, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, They just want to sleep with you. They just want to sleep with someone that's easy to sleep with. When I say easy, I mean like, you know, you guys have shared your bodies together. So, they know what to do. You know what to do. You know each other's bodies well. Comfortability. Comfortability, yes. (laughs) You guys know each other well and they're going to come back to something they know and they feel comfortable with. Yeah. They're healing from a recent breakup. That was kind of like what we both said. Like we went back after a breakup because it was just... That's very common. I think that's... Also, another one is they're drunk. There's always a drunk text, drunk call. We've all done it. Don't sit there and think you're better than us because you haven't. Because have you, you have. Have you done a lot of drunk texting? Uh, not in recent years. Yeah, like I feel like that was 18 to 20-year-old me. Like after that. Oh, actually, I lie. Probably, yeah, drunk texting, not to exes, but to people, yeah. Oh, actually, I think I lied too. I think <laughs> I did do that. Everyone junk, drunk texts is a potential Partner. Partner. <laughs> you know. Fling, whatever fling, you want to call up, it. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. This is a good one. They saw a recent picture of you and it was a bit of a thirst trap. Now. <laughs> I mean, look, we all put those photos up that could potentially be classified as a bit of a thirst trap photo. You know, the comments come in fast and heavy. There's lots of flame emojis coming through into the DMs. Mm-hmm. Have you ever reached out to someone when they put up a thirst trap, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I have actually. That's caught me. <laughs> the look that Matt just gave me. I'm guilty of that. Let's move on. I think that's a whole other episode, to be honest, thirst traps. <laughs> They're just looking for a little bit of closure. Yeah, I've definitely reached out to exes in the past, not because I want to get back with them, but just for that little bit of closure that I just didn't feel that I quite got. They think they have changed and want to try again. Do people really change though? No, they don't. I I mean, with some really self-reflecting and self-building the right, speaking to the right people, they could, but Mm. that's if they want to change. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, look, timing in relationships is super important very important and maybe if you were with someone when you were younger you maybe didn't treat them the best and then you grow up 
probably look back and reflect on all the good times you have together and think like maybe I was a bit of an asshole and maybe I could treat them better. I mean, could it work? Probably, maybe. Who maybe, knows? Yeah. I know that um, Laura, after listening to one of these episodes right at the start, reached out to me and she said it was sort of hard to hear you speak the way you did because she was like, that was the, the sort of guy I'd been looking for all those years ago. Really? Yeah. And she said, you've now become the man that I wanted you to become. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, so I guess people do change in a way. Mm. We all grow up. We all mature. And I think for the right person, you will be the best version of yourself because you don't want to let them down and you really want them to have the world. Well, you know me, I'm always up to growing and being a better person. So, yeah. But I mean, like, look, the big question is, is it healthy to have exes trying to come back into your life, especially if you're in a relationship. Like I know for me personally, and I think you're probably in the same boat, I'm happy in my relationship. So honestly, having an ex contact me is literally the last thing I want. Like obviously me and Michael have a very open relationship. So if an ex is going to reach out, we're going to tell each other. And like, I'm sure you guys are the oh, same. The same. Yeah, I'm it's, it's just like a pain, right? Yeah, I agree. And it's something that like, it's not needed, I reckon. Like mm. it's just another, another stress on the relationship that's not really needed. Yeah. Okay. So look, we've spoken about why exes come back to haunt us. Let's now talk about how to stop them from contacting you. Anna, I'm in a happy relationship now with Jen. Adora, I love her to bits. Let's just say hypothetically, I have an ex that keeps contacting me. How do I tell her to stop? Look, okay. The first thing we want to do is directly tell them that you want to cease all communication. I think sometimes when an ex doesn't hear the words, please stop contacting me very directly, they just think that they can keep trying and trying and trying. And then there's the opposite end of that, which is do not respond to their text calls or anything, any reacts or anything that they do. Ghost them, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, ghost them. Just leave them on scene. Let them take the hint. And if they don't take the hint, I reckon the best thing to do would be block their number and unfriend them on all social media platforms. I think as well, it's good to try not to check in on them. So, if you've blocked them on your actual account, don't make a burner account and start stalking them and having a look at what they've done. I think that keeping up to date with people's lives isn't necessarily healthy. And I think that focusing on your own life and what's important to you and remaining positive and having that good energy around you is what you want. Mm Mm-hmm. And the last point is stay strong and don't romanticize all the good parts that you had. Like we said before, I'm very guilty of it. You've got to remember the bad parts as well. So, little tip I did was I got a little journal and I wrote down how I was feeling, wrote down all the bad parts. And when I did remember good parts and I felt like I missed them, I went back and read that. Yeah, we've touched on this on our episode Breakups at Burn. Season one, episode two. (laughs) Go back and take a listen if you haven't already. And basically what I do is I write myself a letter from myself telling myself all of the reasons why I shouldn't be with this person, why we're not right together. And anytime I feel like I have a little bit of a slip, which hasn't been recently, but I'm talking about like early stages of breakup, you read the letter, you feel so much better. And after saying all this, exes reaching out to us, all that sort of stuff, do you think we like it a little bit when an ex reaches out. Do we think that makes us feel... Feel good inside. Feel good inside, <laughs> a quick release of serotonin. 
Yeah, like I think a lot of the time the reason why a lot of people will just leave their exes on red and not be like, please do not reach out to me is because they want to see how many times their ex is going to reach out to them. And it does give you a bit of a serotonin hit. Like I think we'd all be lying if we said that it didn't. Each and every one of us would get that like, oh, what do they want? type of feeling, even if there is no feelings there. I know that with my ex, I had no feelings in the end and I'd still see her name pop up and I'd be like, oh, and still release that same... Sarah yes. what does she want? Yeah, what does she what? want? It still make me feel good and be curious at what she was saying in that. So, I, yeah, I think that a lot of people do leave that door open because they do love their ex reaching out. To Even them. if it's like 1% to 2%. It's mm. just like that tiny little bit open just in case. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matt, that's all we have time for. The question of the day, do exes come back? I definitely think they will, but I don't think it's a matter of if or when or how I think it's a matter of how you handle it and how you go about (laughs) that ex trying to come back into your life when you don't want them to yep okay Matt good advice from you that's all we have time for today bye guys see ya